1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big night at the top and bottom of the Scottish Premiership. Rangers can reach this summit if they beat Aberdeen by three goals in Neil Warnock's first game in charge. Motherwell and Ross County face pressure of a different kind when they meet at Fir Park. And Brendan Rogers calls for Celtic calm in the title race. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Hugh Evans. Good luck with that call for calm, Brendan. In the meantime, uh, Rangers, there will be the proverbial tidal wave of emotion at Ibrox tonight. Celtic have taken 11 of the last 12 titles. The Rangers fans are beginning to believe that this is their season. If Celtic had been clinical at Petaudry on Saturday, they would have been three up against Aberdeen by half time. But they weren't clinical at all. So... It's over to Fabio Silva and to Cyril Dessers to see if they can do any better. Yeah, it's a, a big night, especially tonight for the four teams going. You look at Rangers, great opportunity, put that pressure right on the Celtic by going top of the league. Uh, Aberdeen, new manager bounce, is it? They've already won at Ibrox, so Rangers just need to be careful. And then that one you described there, the six-pointer, Motherwell v Ross County. What an opportunity for Motherwell to get that first win. One, one win in 19. This one would just take them that six points away from Ross County, give them a bit of breathing space. But Derek Adams, I'll be looking for three points at uh, Fir Park. Come on then, 0141-951-1025. What are you thinking tonight? It is a big night at Ibrox, so Rangers fans, Aberdeen fans, are you heading along to Ibrooks, of course, you get extra bonus points, don't you, to get your calls in if you're on your way to the game. That's the rule, an unofficial rule on these big nights. Uh, if you're on your way to the game, we like to hear from you. Give us a call, get all your thoughts in, but of course it's on the telly as well. So everybody uh, will be settling down to take it in in one way, shape or form, I'm sure. So what are you thinking then, Rangers fans? This chance to go top, how much do you care about that? How much emphasis are you putting on that tonight? I suppose there's a symbolism Attached to it Is it just about winning You take the 1-0 You move on Are you particularly bothered About trying to go top this evening Give us all your thoughts on that Of course Usual team selection Thoughts there Who should play Who shouldn't play Would Oscar Cortez Get the nod from the start Would the Front line get shuffled And Cyril Dessers Gets brought back in Whatever you like 0141 951 Of course There's an added Spice to a fixture which doesn't usually need it A certain Neil Warnock Hugh Keevans buzzing that he is not the oldest man In Scottish football anymore We'll get his thoughts on it in not too In the not too distant future So any Aberdeen fans What chance do you have uh, of upsetting things tonight On 0141 951 Motherwell fans It's a very different pressure isn't it You look at these so called winnable games You're at home against the teams right round about you How do you feel about tonight Just how important is it that you get that victory tonight against Ross County at Fir Park. And Celtic fans, we're going to hear from Brendan Rogers. He was on media duty today ahead of that trip to Hibs tomorrow. How are you feeling? Are you able to kind of get over the weekend's frustration, get behind the team? Are you still feeling worried and frustrated and looking at the signings and all that sort of stuff? Get all your thoughts into as well as you can on 0141 951 to whet your appetite. And give you a minute or two, but not too much longer to get your calls in. Uh, let's go to Ibrox and set the scene with Gabriel. Thanks, Gordon. Yes, a huge evening here in the south side of Glasgow. First game for new Aberdeen caretaker boss Neil Warnock. The 
journeyman veteran. Says he's here to have fun and get fans back in the team again. Well, his career up here starts with a bang. A fierce rivalry against Rangers, who are, of course, aiming to go level on points with Celtic for the first time since August. Manager Philippe Clement said yesterday that he's given zero thought to drawing level with the league leaders should his sign beat the Dons tonight. But you can't say the same for the supporters who will be inside here what a significant night it could prove to be the first chance to go top of the table having played catch-up since day one it could be monumental rangers of course been very impressive since the winter break only conceded one goal across four victories and yesterday the belgian was awarded manager of the month winning all of their games in january rangers are right back in this race. Uh, team news, Leon Balogun will be out. He's joining the long injury list after picking up uh, a facial injury at the weekend. Ryan Jack will miss this game too as he aims to return to full fitness. And Nico Raskin and Sean Suter could be their replacements. Mohamed Diamande, the January signing, is also likely to make the squad for the first time in his Rangers career. But as I said, Gordon, what a night of potential storylines here. A first Aberdeen game for Warnock. It's something you never thought you would say the 75 year old is on to his 20th job in management he's been in the business for 44 years and has taken charge of 1626 games an english football record he's the, the father of many famous quotes he once said he was a rangers fan but it'll be very much a don now he was also looking to take over the weekend but he said this was too good an opportunity to turn down now clement said he doesn't expect warnock to change much so it'll be inter interesting to see uh, if they keep the four at the back that the aberdeen used at the weekend so successfully against celtic in that 1-1 draw at Pataudry. gordon i'll bring you team news when it comes just before the hour uh, the referee here is going to be don robertson as well and we've got var of course that'll be greg aitken there we are, the father of many famous quotes, says Gabriel. Let me bring in Gordon DL, the father of many. Mm, nah, well, too easy, quotes. too easy, too easy. <laughs> a joke for this early on in the show. Uh, what an incentive, Hugh. I think maybe more for us on the outside and for fans. I don't think Philippe Clement's going to be in the dressing room saying, "Let's score three goals and and you know make sure we're top of the table yeah. by the end of the night." Um, but I think that will be on the minds maybe of of people on the outside. I think for the fans it is undoubtedly the case they want a three goal advantage at least they want to go top of the table even if it's only for 24 hours they want to experience that sensation for the first time this season who would have thought when Michael Beale got the sack that it would come to this uh, for Celtic fans who are going to call in bear this in mind you had an eight point lead when Michael Beale was sacked Celtic have thrown that away and now we are at that proverbial business end of the season. I have no doubt in my mind that Rangers will beat Aberdeen tonight. I welcome my fellow septuagenarian to Scottish football. That's someone who's in their 70s, by the uh, way. I worked that one out. And uh, I think he'll be good value. But Aberdeen on Saturday in the first half were hopeless. And again, it was Celtic's fault they didn't take advantage of that situation and only ended up with a 1-1 draw. Aberdeen will come and they will do a job. Warnock will make sure of that. But I just do not think that they have it in them to withstand the kind of pressure that 50,000 people will place on them tonight. Uh, Graham, is a Rangers fan. You heading along tonight, Graham? 
Hi, good evening. Nice to speak to you again. Yeah, I'm on my way just. What are you thinking then? All this stuff about potentially going top, does that con con concern you? Does that come into your mind at all? Or is it just about getting the win and moving on? It, it concerns me, but for the opposite reason, I actually, I'm really concerned as it gets into the minds of the players. I think it is rhetoric of, you know, get three past them, go on top of the league. Don't care about that. I want a scrappy 1-0 and up the road for a bag of chips to be honest <laughs> with you. You know, I think that there's a danger that that's just going to add pressure and we might push for more goals when we don't need them and it could cause problems at the back, etc. So I hope that Clement's message of this isn't in our dressing room is actually true because... And also as well, if I'm an Aberdeen player and I'm hearing all this, oh well, Rangers will want to get at least three, four, five passes. That's going to fire me up to make sure that doesn't happen. So, no, I don't care about how many goals we get. I just want the three points in the bag. Yeah, like we said, Gordon, it's, that's the symbolic bit, isn't it? Because... Regardless, if it is 1-0, drawing level on points with Celtic tonight, given where both clubs were a couple of months ago, that, that in itself is a is a level of success, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for me tonight, the starting point, that's the aim. To get the three points, draw level with Celtic because it'd be a terrific achievement. I think a lot of people before the Clement come into the building thought the league was well and truly gone anywhere. In, in this position just now, they're sitting there in a great position. They're playing well. They ain't losing goals. They're scoring goals. They've added to their squad. Everybody's happy at Ibrox. I, I, look, you get the feeling for some games, if they get off in the front foot tonight and they get a quick early goal and they're dominating, of course they're going to go for a juggler. There's no doubt about that. They're at home. I think Aberdeen, they've got some decent players, but as a team, I think they're a struggling team. Celtic, for me, should have put them well to bed in the first half at Petaudry, let them back into the game. They've got a guy up front who's very dangerous. Rangers will need to uh, make sure they're aware of that tonight. But I see Rangers going out there, do a professional job, see if they can get to that three. Brilliant. Great bonus. Icing on the cake. Mm. It's all about three well, points. Great. Your sense of drama. Your sense of occasion. Celtic have won 11 of the last 12 titles. The Rangers fans want this title. And tonight, there's a symbolism about getting to the top of the league on your own merits. I think the point is, you know, to what... If you put too much emphasis on that, 3-0, great. Oh my, but the alternative is, oh, we only won 2-0. What a disaster, we're not top yet. You're one goal behind them. I know what you're saying because you go, right, I'll get to the top of the league. In my opinion, that and suggests we'll that suggests that Rangers would Rangers fans would be disappointed by being one goal behind Celtic. Yeah, after yeah. the last few months, which it, of course it, is not the case. Hundred percent, they snatch your hand off for it. And plus, the fact you look at Celtic are going into action tomorrow night, and I do fancy them to beat Hibs. I know Hugh doesn't. I do. I think they'll beat Hibs, but it's all about the three points. Listen. If the extra goals come, yeah. great. There's still a lot of football to be played and a lot of goals Graham, to be scored. Where's your sort of expectation or your excitement levels at at the moment I've been fascinated over the last couple of nights because we've had some Rangers fans who are just kind of saying you know this is good Let, let's see how we get on then we had another Rangers fan last night saying we're going to win the treble and very much you know full of optimism where do you sit? Um, in terms of the treble or the, or the league etc I think um, you know momentum is a big thing in Scottish football you know especially because essentially it's a two horse race at the top so I think the fact that the momentum appears to be Really swinging our way at the moment. Of course, there's massive excitement. I just don't want us to put too much pressure on our own shoulders this early. You know, if we're talking this game was in end of March, start of April, and we're in the same position, then you're looking at goals, then you're looking at you know all that important stuff. But 
We're only in February at the moment and I just want to make sure we keep getting the points on the board. Graham, I, I, honestly, I, you, you have to have ambition in this game. You're playing at home <laughs> against... Are you serious here? <laughs> Hold on, let me finish. You're playing against a team who have won six games in the league this season. Also, un- also unbeaten against Rangers in the league this they season. They beat Rangers at Ibrox. So you now, now there's more negativity. Mm. Now you're giving me more reasons It's called why. balance. I know it's I know it's an unfamiliar concept <laughs> to oh, you, but it's called no balance. Time, no time for balance whatsoever. <laughs> you go, to dream the impossible dream. And that's what Rangers should be about tonight. And I'm not suggesting that Graham's chips on the way home will be spoiled if the Rangers don't get three. But I'm just saying, surely the game is about going after the glory. I don't think anyone's doubting that. I feel like we're arguing two different things. Let's thank Graham and bring in James. Are you also on your way to the game, James? Evening, gents. Yes, I'm in the car just now um, on my way to Ibrox. Um, Hugh Evans must be striking the fear into you with all this <laughs> optimism. Not at all. Um, I think the first thing, guys, is we just need to go and win the game first and foremost. Um, where I would agree with you is I don't think Aberdeen are a particularly good side uh, but it's Aberdeen Rangers and we always race our game um, we've got you know Miofsky to contend with who's obviously a, a threat as as we saw or you know against Celtic at the weekend but if Rangers can play as they have been recently um, I think Lundstrom's a key player he's been dominating the midfield for Rangers now the last few games but Goldson key as well in terms of keeping Miofsky quiet and I think if Rangers the crowd are up for it tonight and if, if Rangers can can play as they have been then of every confidence we'll get three points and hopefully two or three goals to boot. Do you think it will feel like a big night if that makes sense when, when you get there because of what's at stake and as we've been debating you know whether it's two whether it's three whether it's one you know but heading into the game do you feel like there will be that sense of anticipation from Rangers fans about what is possible tonight? I think the anticipation, Gordon, started on Saturday. There was a roar on Saturday as the Rangers yeah, before the game. were warming up. Yeah, when the when the, the full time whistle had obviously went at Petodre. And you could see you could see that some particularly Jack Butland, I sit in the Copeland, you could see Jack Butland kinda of looking round at the roar from the crowd and the anticipation started then and, and with all due respect to Livingston, that was an expected three points on Saturday with the greatest of respect to them. Um Aberdeen are a slightly different kettle of fish, but there's definitely a huge anticipation about tonight. There's been, you know, social media posts from fans groups saying, you know, crank up the noise tonight. Treat it like almost like a European game, if you like. Um, because I think it is mentally, you know, Rangers have been eight points behind at one point in this season and Rangers fans being told on social media the season, you know, the league's over. Um, we could be level tonight or even ahead a Celtic, albeit Celtic, play tomorrow. Um, that's massive. And I think you only have to look at, you know, the newspapers and social media to see there's real pressure across the other side of the city, which I don't think they expected. And maybe to some degree, Rangers fans, some Rangers fans didn't expect to be in this position either. But here we are. You've got a lot of momentum um, about us and, um, you know, things are going well just now. I think it was six changes Philippe Clement made at the weekend James he seems quite keen to rotate things a bit you mentioned John Lundstrom being key for you tonight is there anything in particular that that needs to happen within that team or, or changes that you think could be possible I think you know Borna, ba- Borna Barisic uh, started the game on Saturday I would expect I'm not seen the team yet but I would expect Ridvan to come back in he's been in excellent form 
Rangers squad is a wee bit thin just now with the you know the big injury list and and obviously Leon Balogun has added to that. So I would expect and hope for a fast start to the game. I don't think Aberdeen will necessarily sit back. I think they've got the impetus of a new warm up coming in and and that'll be you know that'll provide the Scottish the Scottish journalists with a lot of good scribe over the next few weeks. I would imagine, but. Um, yeah, I think we have to start the game fast. We have to start the game well. There is the possibility, I think, of Dessers coming back in instead of Fabio Silva. Um, I think it'll be a physical game tonight, fast-paced, um, and we just need to start well. We're the home team, we're the form side, and we've got every incentive here to, James, to lose. Yeah. Can I ask you, were you there in September when Aberdeen won 3-1? Yes, I was, you. I was. I remember the... the, the television pictures and the, the newspaper photographs that day and that was the lowest ebb and now tonight you've been given the chance to achieve the high watermark for the season and with you James you think it should be crank up the crowd and that's the way I think it should be as well because in football the bad times and you've known them this season already are plentiful and when you get an opportunity for the good times to begin that's the atmosphere I expect tonight yeah, it's just over four months ago when you look at mm. that, that that was the game that ended it all for Michael Beale of course um, it's also the Aberdeen the only opponent to take points off Philippe Clement's Rangers apart from Celtic in, in the league that one all draw uh, at Pataudry in November what do you think team wise tonight anything that jumps out for no, you um, it's interesting there I was listening to James thinking Desler's coming back in for Silva he scores his first goal at the weekend you know, it gets that monkey It'll off his back. It'll be good time bag. to keep the yeah. momentum. I, th I think so, Gordon. I think he'll start with him tonight. I think Dessers is coming on and he's been a bit of an impact player at times when he comes off the bench, scoring a great goal at him. Should have really scored, should have burst in it uh, at the weekend. Good opportunity for him. Look, I, I agree. I think, that as Hugh was talking there, I think the atmosphere will be rocking at Ibrox tonight. Of that, there's no doubt at all. I think it'll be a very difficult game, not because Aberdeen try harder against Rangers, because remember, Neil Warnock's going in there, he's going in with a big reputation, the Aberdeen players will know that, so they're, they're fighting for their jerseys as well, so I think it'll be very competitive, I've got to say, I think it certainly will. But I think Rangers will have the edge, and I think it'll be just about three points for me. Is this why you do have to... Sort of dig deep look at the players Aberdeen have Acknowledge that is probably why Barry Robson's paid the price Because Aberdeen are only a point better off Than St Johnston mm -hmm. But with all due respect to St Johnston If they go to Ibrox tonight They don't have Bojan Majowski They don't have anyone anywhere near His level of capability of, of hurting Rangers Or capitalising on a mistake And you know what Look, Duke's not, not having the best of seasons um, But whether it's Leighton Clarkson Or whoever else the players there that, that but can the, make it difficult But the b biggest problem With Aberdeen this season Consistency You see them At the weekend Gordon Does that play into it then the, the, You know the, the, the simple task actually Of playing Celtic Then Rangers within days Yeah you see them At the weekend In the first half They were dreadful They were all over the place Celtic should have put them to bed It's Celtic's fault They come away there With a 1-1 But give Aberdeen credit They tweaked one or two things Second half A lot better Celtic were very very poor But tonight They have to get that They'll, they'll have to go for that 90 minutes because the manager that's in now, we know his reputation, he'll demand that. Any Aberdeen fans out there, how are you feeling? Anyone else off to Ibrox or settling down on the couch? Give us a call. 01419511025. We should have team news not too far away. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
hear it, watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are here. Big night at the top and bottom of the Scottish Premiership. I'd like to hear from you Aberdeen fans. First game in charge for Neil Warnock. Will we see anything different? Will he come in with any maverick changes to the team? Or will it just be a case of letting things roll on from the weekend? Motherwell fans, how are you feeling heading along to Fir Park? What's happening there tonight as well? I'm sure Gordon DL is going to rush off and catch the second half of that game once we are done. Serge is a Rangers fan. What are you thinking about tonight, Serge? Uh, minimum three points I get what you saying Obviously we want to go for the jugular First and foremost Let's get the points in the bag uh, I think one of the callers says Before me Goal difference will look after itself For the business end of the season uh, it's, it's hard not to get excited But uh, I think a lot of Rangers fans Know this isn't a vintage Rangers team uh, Still got a lot to prove uh, Luckily the, the team in the East End uh, aren't very special as well and I just want to get the three points today let's get a bit of pressure in Celtic let's see Celtic go Easter Road tomorrow if we get the three points mm. tonight uh, even mm. with the win and let's see how Celtic deal with the pressure because the pressure is building and I said uh, I said a, a couple of weeks ago in this programme uh, momentum is a big thing and it seems that the momentum is with Rangers and let's 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 get the three points and let's see see how Celtic mm. react to that Does that bring its own pressure as well Serge in that you know, this then becomes a test of of Rangers tonight. This is a, this is a chance for them to put their foot down. I can almost imagine if it wasn't to go to plan tonight, this time tomorrow, people saying it bottled it, blew it. You know, even though there's a long way to go, in in the sense of you know there was a real chance there, there was a chance to make it happen, and and this team let it pass them by. Does that bring its own pressure for Ibrooks tonight? Yeah, well, it certainly does uh, for the players. I mean, the players are handsomely uh, paid, but. At the end of the day, we could have balled it uh, after the result at Petodre at the weekend and we get a 3-0 victory. Mm. So we've just got to keep doing what we're doing. We've got to just keep, keep getting points on the board because uh, I don't think that Celtic team will handle the pressure. But again, we've got to keep our end of the bargain up and get the three points tonight and let's see how, how it goes. We all become amateur psychologists. I suppose the one thing would be that the vast majority of the Celtic team have been over the course and distance. It's a, I don't, it doesn't feel like Celtic fans have got much to celebrate at the moment. No. But that, that would be one undeniable thing you couldn't take away. Oh yeah, the, the, as I say, it builds 11 titles in 12. Uh, and already this season, Rangers have lost to a weakened Celtic side at Ibrox and they lost to Aberdeen at Ibrox. So I can understand that, that at the back of people's minds, they're not willing to go the whole hog and uh, and say that it's a, a done deal that Rangers will get the three-gold advantage and go top of the league. But this is Philippe Clement. Building momentum has been the name of his game since he got here. And he has done it very successfully. Um, he's got that manager of the month trophy because he was undefeated in the month of January and I know there's the alleged curse that comes with the manager of the month trophy but I'm simply not buying it. Clement has transformed Rangers and there is a mental strength about them. He's made players who were unsatisfactory under Michael Beale more than satisfactory under Philippe Clement and that's why I think I, I, you know, the word pressure has been used about this game tonight. 
okay, up to a point. But surely there comes a point where there's also a momentum to be enjoyed on the pitch and that Aberdeen will not be able to match. Is that where Philippe Clement deserves the credit, Gordon? Because Serge is a big Rangers fan, he's an optimistic Rangers fan and he's the one that said, I don't think this is a vintage Rangers team, mm-hmm. but yet the managers come in and apart from, like we said, one draw at Pataudry and a defeat against Celtic, it's been pretty flawless domestically. Yeah, um, his biggest job was getting to tune out the players that were there, that were under severe pressure and... Basically, we're getting criticised every night in this show and at the weekends after their performance, and sometimes rightly so. Um, but he's come in, there's a bit of belief in that Rangers side. He's well organised, he's well disciplined, they're well drilled. They don't lose many goals away from home, I think. Uh, you know, they've lost 11 goals this season, incredible. Uh, so it shows you how hard they are uh, to break down. And uh, they've just built on that, and momentum is what is quite, you quite rightly says is everything. At, look, tonight's a great game for Rangers against Aberdeen. Tomorrow's... It's not got to define who wins the champion, uh, the title, but the one thing I like about it is it does come down to pressure because if you can win your game and then Celtic go to Easter Road tomorrow night, they know the pressure's on. If Rangers lose tonight and Celtic win tomorrow night, then all of a sudden it changes and then all the pressure goes after the Scottish Cup. I just think it's exciting. For once, we've got a real title challenge here and I think this will go right to the end Serge anything in the team that you'd like to see in there I know Philippe Clement made those six changes uh, does anyone have their preference is it Yilmaz or Barisic is it Dessers or Silva what, what are the main kind of talking points for you tonight in the team uh, I, I, I say play the players in form uh, obviously I'm no Dessers biggest fan but uh, the boy, the boy has been scoring lately, but the boy Silver got off the mark at the weekend. We're not bringing this boy on loan, a thirty-five million pound player, in his uh, in his day or whatever, right? This boy's got to start. The boy Silver starts. Dessers, funnily uh, enough, I agree with you again. Dessers uh, has been making a lot of impact. Or was it Gordon that says that has made an impact? I don't care what team we put out, as long as it's a winning team. And with the squad of players, even though. A wee bit threadbare than who. This is a team more than capable of beating Aberdeen. But again, we've got to go and do it in the park. Yeah, let's hear from Philippe Clement. This is what he had to say in preview of that game at Ibrox tonight. I've seen it's it's living a lot of life on the other side. Uh, in Aberdeen against strangers, apparently it's really something special. So I know that. I have the experience now with, uh, with two games already and I saw the the third game also in the beginning of the season. So it's going to be a good battle. It's for me, it's one of the, I need to say, three, four best teams in the league for me in quality of squad. So uh, I'm a bit surprised the, the position they have in the league, but there are a few reasons for that in my mind, but I don't want to speak about that. I want to speak about Rangers. So it's a team with uh, with a lot of quality and we know we need to be at our best uh, to take the three points and that's every, every time they go. Is that a wee, this means more to them than it does to us at the start? Yeah. Is that what that was? If we tried that one, it would work. Um, you know, Neil Warnock would have to be a magician. He's had no time to deal with the players. He, he can barely know all of their names. Um and I know he's a vastly experienced man, the, the the most experienced football manager in the United Kingdom. But he hasn't the time, 
He doesn't have a squad who have shown themselves to be uh, in even decent form in the league this season with the number of uh, games that they have failed to win. Um, the Neil Warnock factor, I think, will come into play after tonight. I just don't think he's in anything like yeah. enough time. I, to, think, to I, think, a, I, I disagree with that, Hugh. I think yeah? we'll see it differently. Mm. And the reason being... I think Neil Warnock will put fire in their belly. That's going to say that's all. That's all it can be because yeah. you're both right. Yeah. He's not. You can't have the time no. to do anything no. tactically. I take, or I take on and Hugh's right. He'll probably know. Uh, know I probably not know some of their names. But what he will do is, as they're leaving that dressing room, they'll be fired up. Let me tell you right here and now. So it's up to Rangers to know that, and they will know it because they've got an experienced manager and they've got experienced players in that dressing room. They will know what's coming there. So it's up to them to go on the front foot and dominate the game early on. But the one thing, Aberdeen will certainly come out with their, their, their tails up. No doubt in that. Mm, let's bring in Dale, who's on the line. Dale, what are you thinking tonight? Um, I, I'm very confident about tonight. I, I think like uh, a lot of the callers, I think it's up front that we're, we're still a wee bit sceptical. Silva's coming on to a game. Dessers has, has been better. But again, come on uh, against Livy and Master Sarr. Um, but defensively, I don't worry about it. But I just want to pick uh, Hugh up in one point. He said at the start of the season, Rangers lost to a weakened Celtic team. Let's go back to that game. Oh, let's let's lost. not. Oh, <laughs> Who's got time for that in their life? No, 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 no. But but let's let's get this straight. VAR, we lost to a VAR decision. We lost to a VAR One of the most controversial VAR decisions ever come up against. And despite that. <laughs> And despite how poor we've been, we're backing this league title race without the help of anybody. And I'll tell you what... Exactly, Dale. Where's the joy in your life? Rangers can go top tonight and you want to argue about VAR in September. Where's the joy? Where's the happiness that football brings well, you? Let, let me back in. Let me back in uh, then. You're, you're right. in. You're very that, much in. That, right. That decision... <laughs> that decision changed the course of the season. No, it didn't. At that point. That, it did so. If, if we had got that win at that stage... Brendan Rodgers, if you remember, was under extreme pressure as well and might have lifted some pressure on Bale. Now, I think he'd have put himself back in it, to be fair. And I think it's worked out for us. But I still say that, that we would be top of the league right now, but for that decision. Well, Michael Bale might still be the manager, though. He might be. So you, he might be. you think he'd have you top of the league? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I probably not, but I'm still right. saying I'm, I'm going back to the, what Hugh said. Hugh says we lost to a weakened team. Uh -huh. We lost to the most controversial VAR decision. Are you saying it wasn't controversial? Oh, it was controversial, but it wasn't the most controversial deal. You don't watch enough football if you think that's as bad as VAR gets. Seriously. Well, you tell me another <laughs> more controversial decision than than Dessers winning a ball, right, and it's scoring a perfectly good goal. That's what he did. I've never. If you've ever played football, you, to get yourself in front of the defender and play the ball, right? That's that was controversial. But anyway, back to tonight. I'm extremely confident. I don't know if we'll get three goals tonight. To be honest, I don't care because I think Celtic will struggle at Hibs. They might sneak a win, but we'll have Ross County next week in our game in hand, and we'll score a barrel load. Gordon, did you think that was a foul by Cyril Dessers on Lager? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, what we really yeah. need to establish. Tonight. Yeah, the time I did. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, how can you say that? It's one of the most controversial decisions I, we've ever listen, seen. Listen, I can see it both ways, but I, I thought that was a foul. It's a nice Rangers blue jumper you've got on tonight. I'm, I'm sorry. Is she trying to balance it up? I'm balancing it up, yeah. I'm wearing my, my green one tomorrow. It's a wee designer Celtic. number as well. Is do, you that, think, yeah. do you think that Dale has slept properly since September? <laughs> 
when, when that happened. I don't know, but what I do know for sure is that we're going to get team news from Ibrox next. Clyde one. This would cheer anyone up. It's another rollover on Make Me a Winner. Last time, well, it wouldn't cheer you up if you were the phone that went to voicemail. Don't get me wrong, but it would cheer you up if. You are the winner of £116,000 tomorrow. How good does that sound? You do need to be in the draw, though. So text YES to 61025. Text £2 plus your standard network rate. You can enter at Clyde1.com for £2 or call 0330-880-4523. And the calls were charged at a standard rate. It's over 18s only. And the entries since Cornell won on Friday have rolled over. All the other rules for this network competition are online. If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, answer within five rings and say make me a winner straight away to win £116,000. Text yes to 61025. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Team news from Ibrooks is imminent, but let's go to Hugh, who's a Motherwell fan on the line. How are you, Hugh? How are we doing, Gordon? All right? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Big night tonight. Nervous? How are you feeling? Never never get nervous going at a game of football. Um, what a composed man. It's not as it should really feel nervous. It's his players. Uh, so the fans don't really get on their back. I just hope after the last few performances, we've played well, um, dug in. Saturday, I thought we started poor, but I just hope Kettlewell makes substitutions quicker and more because I think that's what was missing from Saturday and the victory we made two subs they made five I think we just settled for a draw in the end and not to get beat which was really poor because we were outstanding in the second half we, we totally dominated that but we didn't make their goalkeeper work enough to earn the victory and that's what really got to me um, he just doesn't want to make subs when he's got them on the bench Sam Nicholson I think is going to be tremendous for us because you see he's definitely got a football brain in there but he brings them on with four minutes to go in a game, six minutes to go, you're, like, you're not even giving the guy a proper opportunity to do something. So if he's not fit enough, surely can last 30 minutes uh, out of a game of football. Yeah. So just see what the, the guys think well, of it's, that. it's an unchanged team tonight as well, whilst you're on the phone, Kelly, O'Donnell, McGabby, Butcher, McGinn, Gent, Davor, as you like to call him, uh, mm-hmm. Halliday, Peyton, Spittle and Bear, Gordon, unchanged for Motherwell. Uh, I'm not surprised, I thought... Um... I thought that was a good result. Um, second half, I agree with you. Watched highlights of it. Second half, I thought they were a better side. Uh, just unfortunate they can't get over that that line, that winning feeling. Uh, I know uh, Kettlewell come out after the game said five five unbeaten, which is good, and people like to hear that. But the bigger picture, you're looking one in nineteen, is it something like that? This is a great opportunity tonight. We've got a striker, Gordon. It's banging for him. Just feed him, feed the bear. And he will put the ball in the back of your net. You've seen that. You see the confidence that's in him now. I, I Home advantage tonight. This will be a difficult game. Let's not be kidding. I agree with you. There's no point being nervous. you got to go out there and perform. And players know what... You're nervous before you go out on the pitch. The minute the referee blows a whistle, the nerves go away. You know what your job is. You know what you have to do. I think we, you know, home uh, advantage tonight. I see Mother will get in that. That, that victory that gives you the confidence to go in a little mm. bit of a run. I can't get my head around Ross County under Derek Adams. You know, the last three games at home, lost 3-0 to Aberdeen, 3-0 to Partick Thistle, 1-0 to St Johnston, not a goal in sight, no goals at Celtic Park, but very nearly got something mm. out of that game. 
the Derek Adams bounce has yet to happen. And I think the the momentum is with Motherwell tonight. They, 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 they scrape by on draws, but you've got to claw your way away from the playoff spot. Uh, and that's what they have been doing. Yes, it's not been great to look at, but I fancy Motherwell tonight. Sorry, you two, Gordon. Yeah, sorry. Mm. How big is tonight, Hugh? You look at the arithmetic of it all. If it was to go wrong, Ross County would go level with you um, with that game in hand. It's almost as if the proverbial six-pointer actually works as a, a phrase and it shouldn't necessarily be avoided. Is that is that just underline how important tonight is? It's definitely an important game, but I don't think it's... Um a be-all and end-all for us with the six-pointer. I agree with you and obviously Gordon as well. They're saying you can't change the team for Saturday. They're definitely not, especially with the second-half performance. It keeps the momentum going. But I do honestly believe we will win tonight. Whether it's 1-0, 2-0, I don't know. Um, but it's definitely not. I, I honestly believe we're safe this season. I don't even think we're going to get the playoff. We will go start going to run. Every team gets through a bad patch. It's just that ours was a long one, and it still is. Very long. Um, so it's just, well, you're right, Gordon, that's very long. Um, and I think the players are now starting to believe that they can get back into it, and I, I, their confidence was totally knocked. So was the supporters. Uh, these new guys that's come in, hopefully they're going to do something. George, again, is, is probably the, the brightest one I've seen. The guy's got so much energy. Just a real pity about Montgomery, because I thought they could have made it really well on that left side of the park. Uh, Harry Payne was outstanding on Saturday so definitely starts it but Sam Nicholson I think that's going to be our biggest one um, for getting him getting him fit getting him producing the goods uh, and as Gordon says feed the bear and he'll score feed the bear feed the bear it's a huge game tonight at Fir Park and also at Ibrooks as we've been covering and we've got breaking team news for Rangers certainly Gabriel who's been given the nod Yes, Gordon, four changes to the team at East Pass Livingston on Saturday. Ryan Jack and Leon Balligan are out due to fitness issues. Borna Barisic and Fabio Silva drop to the bench. In come John Suter, Redvan Yilmaz, Tom Lawrence and Cyril Dessas. So it's a very attacking team, Gordon. It'll be Jack Butland in goal, defence of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, John Suter and Redvan Yilmaz. It'll be John Lundstrom at the base of midfield with Tom Lawrence and Todd Campwell in front of him. Uh, Ross McCallson and Rabbi Matonda are on the wings. Cyril Dessas plays through the middle. Substitutes McCrory, Silva, Cortez, Barisic, Sterling, Wright, King, Raskin and Diomande, who makes the bench for the first time in his Rangers career. Well, Gordon, we said he would make changes. I only had you, two wrong. You caught well. You called the wrong. You called it wrong up front for sure. I, I certainly did, and I called it wrong the midlay part. I thought he'd have played Sterling tonight. Uh, Lawrence, that was a surprise for me. Uh, but I, I agree with Gabs at Ibrooks, a very attacking mm -hmm. side. Look, I, I'm starting to. Dessers has grown in me, and I know that as much as he come on at the weekend and he balloons one over the bar, he's, he's getting his cell into the positions. He looks like he's getting that confidence. He scored in his last three or four games, but prior to that, I, I can understand why he starts him. I was just a bit surprised because Silva scores in his first, uh, first goal at home in front of the big crowd. Great game tonight for him. I think he's starting to grow as a player. I think Rangers fans are starting to take to him. But the fact that he's brought, he's brought Dessers in tonight... Uh, I, I, it's a good attacking side mm. for me It's a real sore one for any hypothetical Sports reporter out there Who did a lovely sit down interview with Fabio Silva For TV oh. coverage yesterday <laughs> It's now right? been put in the 
put in the, the recycling bin, bin. Yeah. <laughs> Just hypothetically If there was anyone out there Who did that And well, sat and discussed he, his life and times Anyway he was a very lucky man to <laughs> But get you get paid for it though Murray He was a very lucky man To get a goal on Saturday Because I thought there was a definite foul In the, the lead up to that goal But I said on the programme on Saturday that, that, And I will not mention his name Because we mentioned it every night and day During the transfer window But the 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 striker with a team in Edinburgh who came to them from Beershot in Belgium is a better player for me than Dessers or Fabio Silva. I think Dessers has grown here. I do. Give Silva a bit of time as well. Yeah, sure. yeah. But, anyway, do you know what? Just, I think just purely is. because of the clock, let's try and squeeze a couple more things in. Uh, Jim's a com- uh, Jim is in Kilmarnock, sorry. He's a Rangers fan. Uh, you've just heard the team, Jim. What do you make of it? Flip up. LA fan. <laughs> I just saw the word <laughs> Kilmarnock. I'm really disappointed that Silva's not playing. I am not a fan of Dessers. The last performance, when I watched him against, not the last performance I've seen him, the performance against Celtic was a shambles. He came on and missed sitters. I sat her against Livingston. We've got a guy there at Wolves paid £35 million for on the bench. I think this is the games. I, I, I reckon a lot of footballers could, but a strikers could play for Rangers and they would score goals against your lesser teams. But I feel Dessers get found out against Celtic, and I think this is a game he's going to get found out tonight. Has he, he not been coming? Has he not been coming uh, good since then? No, he's not been coming good. He scored eight league goals for Rangers. Look at the goals that other guys have scored. The advanced been scoring twenty eight for Mother one a season. Dessers will never get anywhere near that. He's, he's play, he's hold up play. It's a, he's just he's constantly offside. The chances he miss, he just doesn't get involved in the game at all. I think he's one of the worst number nines that we have seen at Ibrox. I think he's a terrible football player. I just do not know how he's in that team tonight, starting against a team like Aberdeen. You could play a player, a player like Dessers against, no disrespect to teams like Livingston, Dundee's and stuff like that, but against a team like Aberdeen, who'll probably come out of us and give us a bit of space, I really thought Silva would be starting up front tonight, and I'm really, really disappointed that he's not. Dundee fans shouting that they're above, and, uh, above Aberdeen in the league. but I, I know he got his first goal. Uh, at the weekend Fabio Silva but we've not seen loads from him yet uh, either have we I mean I don't know why he's getting a very good press on very little for me Uh, but Jim's Jim's a tough man to please he's not sold yet I I, I can hear the arguments Gordon and there's no doubt I don't think he started his Rangers career very well but lately, I've seen a, a, a bit of difference in him. He's a mixed bag. He could be brilliant tonight or he could be what Jim's just described him to be. That's where he is just now in his Rangers career. But I, I'm, I'm starting, he's starting to grow on me, I've got to say. Let's find out Neil Warnock's first Aberdeen starting 11 with Gabriel. Yeah, Gordon, it's two changes made by Neil Warnock in his first match for the Dons. Dante Bovara and Killian Phillips drop to the bench. Johnny Hayes and Leighton Clarkson come in. It could still be the four at the back formation, Gordon, with Keller Roos in goal, Nicky Devlin, Stefan Gartenman, Richard Jensen and Jack McKenzie in defence. Connor Barron, Graham Shinney and Leighton Clarkson in the midfield. With Johnny Hayes and Jamie McGrath supporting Bojan Mioski, who leads the line. He has 19 goals already this campaign. The substitutes for the visitors, Duhan, Duke, Phillips, Sokla, Morris, Palvara, Duncan, McDonald and Milne. Right, get your reaction to those teams into us, Celtic fans. We've not really heard from you yet. We've got plenty to come from Brendan Rodgers. But let's play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit time. Quite an easy duo, I think, to take I'm not on. Getting beat tonight. <laughs> no disrespect to them. It's 01419511025 and your calls have to be in before seven. 
0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big night in the Scottish Premiership at the top and nearer the bottom Rangers against Aberdeen. We've given you the team news there. A couple of changes for Rangers and a first starting eleven named by Neil Warnock. So any thoughts on that game? Do keep them coming. Uh, we also had that Motherwell fan on looking ahead to the game between Motherwell and Ross County. And then a huge night for everyone else tomorrow. There'll be a sh- focus, I'm sure, at Easter Road to see how Celtic not only bounce back from the weekend, uh, but how they react to whatever Rangers do at Ibrox tonight. So plenty of time left. Get your calls in and we'll play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. You are in bad, mm. bad form. Was it two, certainly two defeats in two, a row? I get, yeah, Tuesday, Thursday. I'll tell you now, don't call if it's me, because I ain't going to beat tonight. You should get that fire in your belly I've tonight. got, I've got the Neil Warnock. I've had the Neil Warnock. Anyway. I've, got the, I've got the fire in the belly tonight. You, by contrast, are doing not too badly. Yeah. I don't I understand it at all. <laughs> Nerdy, to be fair, yeah. Just looking your way to victory. Listen, you've actually lost three in a row. I'm not getting beat I've just tonight. checked the stats It's three in a row Don't care You can bring on the Sniper's dream Hugh I'll still is in top form One of you will take on Heather from Dumbarton How's it going Heather? Hiya Not too bad Yourself? Good thank you oh, Good no. Have you ever played before? Uh, not not on the radio no. You're you nervous it? Heather? <laughs> <laughs> you sh- oh you sound it Do not let him put <laughs> that pressure Everybody's listening to you They've all stopped at Ibrox They're he all is, listening He's hopeless at this That's why he's panicking Heather He's absolutely <laughs> hopeless He's lost three in a row So it, it should be fine Heads it will be Hugh And tails it will be Gordon Diel And would you look at that it is as well What is it? Tails You can confirm Yes right, no Come on Heather <laughs> I'm sorry But I'll need to just beat you tonight I'm sorry about that oh, <sighs> no, listen to him. oh hold on a minute I hear people in the background Who have you got? Oh, I've got my other half Stuart here oh, So it's a Heather and Stuart team Ah, uh, it's a helping hand. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's right. doing the googling. Let's okay, right. That's give right. set the header on fire. <laughs> give Gordon some greatest hits radio so he can't hear us, uh, and we'll get ready. Heather, just make sure you give me your final answer if you can. Okay, I know Stuart might help you out, but just make sure you're the one that delivers the final verdict. All right. No worries. Good I'm stuff. Good. You've got thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer. Okay. No problem Brilliant Your time starts now How many goals do Rangers need to win by tonight To go top of the league? Three What team does Andy Murray support? Uh, pass The Citizens is the nickname of which SPFL club? Pass Which Celtic player connects Shrewsbury, Man City, Burnley and Spurs? Pass Andy Halliday started his career at which club? Rangers uh, what Scotland international is nicknamed Meatball? You've got time. You've got time. No, you can answer it. What Scotland international is nicknamed Meatball? Meatball. Okay, let's bring back Gordon DL. Can you hear us? Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'll tell you what, Heather and Stewart got their money's worth there, did not they? We had a wee conversation before For it started. 45 seconds, I would. But it doesn't matter. How do you know when I started the clock? Because I, I looked up there. How do you know when I started the clock? Because my music If you can't hear it. No, I gave you that before. No. 30 seconds. Ready? Go. Go. How many goals do Rangers need to win by tonight to Three. go top of the league? What team does Andy Murray support? Hibs. The Citizens is the nickname of which SPFL club? Edinburgh City. Which Celtic player connects 
Shrewsbury, Man City, Burnley and Spurs Joe Hart Andy Halliday started his career at which club? Livingston What Scotland international is nicknamed Meatball? Pass uh, Who's the only Scottish player to win the European Cup or Champions League with a continental club? Uh, Paul Lambert, don't know Okay Heather, what do you think? Oh, that is, it was awful. Did, did the nerves get the better there. of you? That can happen. Uh, that can happen. Panicked. Uh, you know what, I, I heard it in your voice. He, no, 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 because here's the thing. Try to I, calm you down. Heather got off to a good start, and that's why I thought the nerves hadn't got there, because usually that's the truck that, you know, if you get the first one wrong, it's mm. hard to recover. But Heather and then knew. Stuart ran away because he was yeah, hopeless he as well. Where is, I bet Stuart's up the stairs now, isn't he? Uh, it's like he's ran off. He's, just, oh, he's <laughs> not contributed at all. Um, how many goals do the Rangers need to win by tonight to go top? It is three, Heather. You got that. Listen, that's the most important thing because you know it can't be a zero at this point. Andy Murray does support Hibs. 2-1 Gordon DL. The Citizens is Edinburgh City. 3-1 Gordon DL. And this is where it is going to start making for bad listening, Heather, I'm afraid. Joe Hart is Shrewsbury, Man City, Burnley, Spurs. 4-1 oh. Gordon. Oh, Heather. With the weather. And I could see Heather, no, Andy Halliday played for Rangers, yes, but he started oh, at Livy. 5-1. Meatball, I thought that was quite a well-known. You didn't know that. John McGinn. John McGinn. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. No. He even like calls himself it. Sort of thing. Well, no, I can only apologise when you're 4-1 up, you're not really concerned about it. And that. who is the only Scottish footballer to win the European Cup or Champions League with a continental club it is Paul Lambert as well oh! he was even he was even guessing them Heather and he was getting them right that's when you know that he he's, he's basically lucky I, I, I don't hold that against you oh Heather Heather Heather, Heather. Well, well done that was so oh awful. thank you Heather you're a good sport uh, you were never going to win because I was really he was fighting. determined tonight I was determined yeah. tonight I'd lost three I'd come in for a lot of criticism I'm getting in the street Heather somebody had to pay the price you and Jimmy or Jamesy whatever you want to call him who's up the stair hiding Stuart, now Stuart was his name oh was it Stuart yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that I got one exactly <laughs> Exactly. Stuart sounds as if he's getting in his car to come here. <laughs> is he Stuart? I'm calling him Jimmy James. Stuart's six is foot eight Stuart? and he's on his way here to, and he's from Dumbarton. to waiting you outside. Stuart is a wee guy. <laughs> Does he, man? He's not getting him a ball, that's for sure. Thank you very much for taking part, Heather. It was a pleasure. No worries. Thank well you. done. There we are, Heather, on the line on Beat the Pundit. He's just too good. He's too good to beat tonight. Uh, I could feel it coming off oh, him. I had, I had the big game head on. He was really, really up for it. Is it time to dig out whoever wrote these questions? Which one of you producers in the office wrote these questions? Because I cannot, cannot let this one slide. We're definitely going to get tweets about this because of all the, all the Premiership mascots. Who's the guy that always tweets us? The Kilmarnock uh, uh, guy. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, always yeah. Tweets us, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you would have clocked it. There was a point when I was flying through your questions and I sort of checked myself and then I moved on to the next one because I quickly skipped out the question. How many beavers appear on the Kilmarnock badge? <laughs> it's a squirrel. It's obviously squirrels. Like I'd answered that. Which one of you producers doesn't know what a beaver looks like? Uh. Don't go there. It's a squirrel. Seriously. We thought there would be a question about Neil Warnock in there tonight because oh. of topicality. <laughs> so, we, so we wrote down all the salient <laughs> points about Neil Warnock's career. Not the sausage. Right, I'll tell you, I come into the office tonight. He's he's up at the computer, right? No, no, no I'm not over Beavergate here. Oh, Beavergate. Surely that is... Oh, like, you must know be the difference squirrels. between a squirrel and a beaver. <sighs> come on. 
I'd like to welcome Frank McAvaney as our special <laughs> guest for the second hour. Well, there's, the there's a Falkirk fan in there, and he's still trying to get over losing. Have you seen him? Aye, by the way, I've seen him. I can understand he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? None of them. None of them are. Uh, what was what was Neil Warnock's first responsible? What was Neil Warnock's first club? Uh is it Gaines, Gainsborough? Uh, Trinity. That's, that it. Right? That's it. Yeah, I don't think we would we would ask. You. There you are. Producer John has reluctantly put his hand up to not knowing what a beaver, beaver looks was. like. There we are. That's yeah. fine. Uh, 01419511025. Celtic fans, it might be a good time for you to get in touch. We've been building up to the game at Ibrox and we'll continue to do so. But of course, whatever happens there. You have to respond in some sort of way tomorrow after a difficult uh, couple of days. I'm sure you would concede that the transfer window met with a bit of negativity and then on to dropping points at Pataudry. So how are you feeling today? Uh, and let's check in with or get the thoughts of Brendan Rogers. You might want to agree or disagree with what you're hearing there because he was on media duty today ahead of that game I don't know if the record means much but he's never won at Easter Road would you believe given all his dominance in his first spell uh, and he says he's expecting that title race to go down to the wire and knows he's not they've not been as consistent as he would like but wants everyone to stay calm the territory is is what it is you know you, you set out at the beginning of the season and I never set out the season thinking you're going to win a league by 10 or 20 points you know you set out to be the very best that you can be and beat the challenge that is in and around you. And, and clearly, it's the competition is there, and it'll be tight, I'm pretty sure, through to the, the end of the season. For us, it's just about really focusing on our own game. That's the That inner game for us is about making sure that we can have that consistency. Because like we say, we, we have the capacity to play well and win these big games. But I think it demonstrates a wee bit of where the, 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 the team is at and how young some of the the team is because we, we haven't been able to string it for longer periods you know we've got four or five games six games whatever and then uh, that killer instinct just goes a little bit so um, but listen we've won six of our last seven we've drawn one I know the rules up here in Glasgow how it, uh, how it works um, but the key is you just stay calm we've just the Rangers fan on earlier in the programme who is still going mad about a VAR decision from last September yeah, that is the way it calm. works in Glasgow nobody can stay calm here no no, not, not at all not for a second uh, Hibs were an embarrassment to themselves at the weekend St Mirren were three up by half time had it become even worse in the second half I'm not sure Nick Montgomery would still be the manager uh, so they're in a poor way and Celtic have no margin for error um, I'm convinced in my own mind that Rangers will win tonight and therefore um, Celtic have reached a serious stage of the season and the performance that they gave at Aberdeen uh, was just wasteful and they must do better tomorrow night at Easter Road or the disconnect that's building up between club and fans will only get worse none of this is anywhere near enough to stop Celtic going into the game as big favourites mm -hmm. it's just the way our football landscape works Gordon but coming off of that transfer window and all the negativity that went around it the Hitati injury I know he was away anyway but just all these small things you know like a couple of players being away and Hitati being injured it just kind of building up you, you would not have chosen Pataudry then Easter Road as two fixtures mm -hmm. if you were Brendan Rodgers the first one hasn't gone to plan uh, and like we said going back to 
a, a venue that bizarrely Brendan Rodgers has never won at. On the back of maybe, maybe being the key word, Rangers going top tonight or certainly chance to pull level on points. It's it's going to be huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about he's looking for a reaction. And I think he'll get it tomorrow night. I think they'll be too strong for, for Hibs. I watched Hibs at the weekend, the highlights, Gordon. The, the, the ship goes for fun. They're very, very poor. I know they play the attacking football with wingers, but they just let teams dominate in the middle of the park. And Celtic, probably their strongest area of the pitch is the middle of the park. If, you know, I thought Cal McGregor had a poor, poor game at the weekend, but he's a terrific player. O'Reilly in there as well. Bernardo's been showing a bit of form. Look, one or two things have been going against them. Injuries. And Brendan Rodgers, I don't make excuses for Celtic or Rangers. They've got big enough squads that should be able to handle that. The transfer window, they've come in for a lot of criticism. They'll be glad to just go through to Edinburgh tomorrow night. They're looking for a good performance. They're looking for a good win. Because I think the pressure will be on them because I think Rangers will win at Ibrox tonight. But I think Celtic will respond. And this is a title that will go right to the wire for me. Right, let's bring in Stephen, who's a Celtic fan in Spring Boig. The manager says everyone needs to stay calm, Stephen. I know that's not easy. How do you feel heading into this game tomorrow? Um, I think Celtic will really struggle tomorrow, to be honest with you. I really do. I think Rangers will win easily tonight, and I think Celtic will really struggle tomorrow. What makes you say that? Is it... Just not enough faith in that squad. Have you got questions over Brendan Rodgers? Is this a hangover from the transfer window? What is it? It's, uh, I've not got hangovers with Brendan Rodgers at all. It's, uh, it's the the board. I think Brendan Rodgers is a great coach. Um, Peter Lowell and um, Dermot Desmond should be there and dealing with things. Dermot Desmond's too busy playing golf with Rory McIlroy and People Beach. I mean, that's just no right for a, a Celtic owner. If he doesn't want the club, get to somebody else. Mm. Him and his family and Peter Lowell and his family and Shrakens family should all move it and get to somebody else. I think with regard to Dermot Desmond, you're way over the top, Stephen, because Dermot Desmond's been putting money into Celtic for 30 years and he's not obliged to attend games. He's the club owner. Um... Plenty of club owners live in the USA. Dave Cormack, for one, he only comes over when he's sacking mm. a manager. Uh, so Dermot Desmond puts the money in. The board then appoint men to be, for example, head of recruitment, head coach, which Brendan Rogers is. Mark Lawwell is the head of recruitment. Celtic have spent money. Celtic's problem is they've spent money on poor players. And it's accumulated And that's why they're in the situation mm. that they're in now you know, you know what I can't understand quickly I can't understand Stephen's point about I think they'll struggle tomorrow night Against a Hibs side that have only beat four for since What, 9th of December or something? They can't win a game the, the ship goes for fun So what argument stacks that up? I know Celtic have come in for a little bit But they, st they didn't get beat at the weekend The first half If they play like that in the first half the way they played at Pataudry against Hibs. They've already they, gone there and dropped points this I know, season. I know though. that, I, I know, but I just think that Hibs are in a terrible position just now. I think they've brought in players in the transfer window. They try to gel them in. I think they play this attacking football that mm -hmm. plays into everybody's hands, to be quite honest with you. St Mirren should have beat them more than the form really, like Because Celtic went into that 0-0 at Easter Road on the back of the 2-2 with Atletico Madrid. That Remember, mm -hmm. people thought Celtic were back that night and thinking mm -hmm. this is this is vintage stuff, this, some of it. And it was, they were brilliant. And the very next game they no. went to Easter Road and, and drew. So it, no, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the fact that the last couple of games for, for Hibs might, might not really... 
be relevant or might not, not be much not of the an last indicator. Cup. Remember, they struggled against four for they've not won since ninth of December. They can't win games. Sure. Now, what I will say in your your point of view that if Celtic go and play the same way as they played second half against Aberdeen, but that's, I think that's I'll Stephen, be a hard. Stephen's fear is that they might. No, I I, I can't see that going. I think I think Stephen's. Uh, worries about tomorrow's game are based on mentality Celtic's mentality is forever being called into question you know when uh, Brendan had the, the game against St Johnston and Perth and he said it was the angriest he'd ever been as a manager because of Celtic's performance and then you've got losses at home to the Hearts and losses away from home mm. to Kilmarnock the display against Ross County was awful uh, the Second half display against Aberdeen was very shabby. Uh, so it's a question of mentality for these Celtic players that I fully understand. And I said that Hibs were an embarrassment to themselves at the weekend. But Easter Road, under the floodlights, who knows? In theory though, Stephen, at what, at what point did, do you give a bit of stick or a bit of scrutiny on the manager and the players? Because Dermot Desmond, look... You've, you're not happy that he's playing golf at Pebble Beach Gordon DL won't blame him for that but you know he, he is he's at a certain level of the structure that there are people below him that should be handling things on deadline day Peter Lowell's now the chairman of the club but unless I don't understand how corporate structures work he really shouldn't or isn't the one who's dealing with transfers anymore either because he's the chairman of the board um, at what point does Brendan Rodgers come into your sights for the way the team is set up or the job that's getting out of them or the players themselves for doing things wrong on the pitch? Well, don't, don't get me wrong, right? The football isn't pretty to watch. It really isn't pretty to watch. But that, that, that comes with not being able to buy better players. Now, everybody knows Celtic have got millions lying in the bank. Why not go out and spend it? Why, why do they keep going for loan players when they should be going out and buying? Go and, go and buy the boy that scored at, uh, against Celtic at the mm -hmm. weekend. Tchaikovsky. Go Mayovsky. Go and buy him or go and buy Lauren Shankland. Go and buy these boys who know the Scottish game. Don't but again, I go back to Stephen. You know, you're speaking as if Celtic have spent nothing. They've got all that money in the bank, spent nothing. They spent £7.5 million on Mayovsky and uh, Lagabielka. And Lagabielka didn't even make the squad at Petaudry. And uh, Navrotsky played so poorly. He eventually had to be taken off by Brendan Rodgers. They have been spending money. Tilio was £1.5 million, Marco Tilio. 28 minutes he played, and he's back in Australia now. They have been spending millions of pounds on poor players. Thank you very much to Stephen. You can add your thoughts right now whilst I tell you about this. Clyde One, live, celebrating the first 50 years. Yes, in case you missed it, we're bringing Clyde One live back for the last 50 years. Clyde One have brought you some of the best and most memorable live gigs, so we felt it was time to do it all again. Hugh Keevans and Gordon Dale, very excited about this. I could hear them talking in the office when I arrived about, you know, would, it, would some of Gordon Dale's favourite artists be there? Could some of Hugh Keevans' favourite artists be there, which would be even more surprising? But anyway, as part of our 50th celebrations, we're taking over the Oval Hydro and the date for your diary. Write it in right now, Friday the 31st 
of May. We want you to be there. Some of big names coming to join us as we celebrate the biggest and best radio station in Glasgow and the West. And the full lineup will be revealed very soon. But if you want to secure your place before they sell out, set your alarm. Tomorrow the tickets go on sale at 8.30am and all the details are at Clyde1.com. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Hugh Evans are here. It's 0141 951 It's Twitter. At Clyde SSB Get your thoughts in We're looking ahead to Ibrox tonight We've got a massive game at Fur Park tonight as well We've had some Motherwell fans on the phone already What are you thinking? An unchanged team there uh, Neil Warnock of course in charge at Aberdeen as well Just really add something to that fixture tonight I'm sure you'll agree And big games across the place tomorrow as well What a busy, busy midweek this is going to be 01419511025 Get your calls in whilst I give these two a question to keep them busy The Full Time Teaser with Universal Interiors East Kilbride Where their made-to-measure wardrobes are always on the ball I remember that Scottish Cup draw, something went wrong didn't it? And was it Alan McRae? He was like the yeah. president and he just kind of kept staring down the camera and saying There's a problem <laughs> There's a problem we got a problem We've got a problem On the full time teaser Oh Because The question I've got in front of me As handed to me When I came in To do the show tonight Is can you name The nine clubs That Neil Warnock Has managed Since 1999 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah we can You two Revealed to me Ten minutes ago That oh, you've no. ri- you've, all, you've written down All of Neil Warnock's oh, no, clubs no, no, no. Too early I only wrote four oh, well, That's still four too many You've written them all down Because you thought It was going to come up On Beat the Pundit <laughs> Look at the two of you Trying to be little busybodies, And ah. you've gone and spoiled The full time teaser she, Crystal Palace She read the kept her mouth shut Cardiff Honestly through this. Unbelievable Rotherham How busy are you two? Listen we're dealing with a guy That doesn't know the difference Between a squirrel and a beaver Come on <sighs> So what I'm going to have to do Is on the hop Quickly find you A new uh, full time uh, teaser You went too early The oh, thing that worries me honesty. about this is it's a, this is a cracking question, Never right? Be this is a cracking question, <laughs> but I think it's too difficult for you to. But you, you've you've made your own bed yeah, and you will lie okay, in it. You've yeah. made your own Neil Warnock shaped bed and you'll lie in it. So uh, humiliation qu- is character for him. We've quickly changed the question as now sent in by Grant. So thanks to Grant for sending it in. He wants you to name since 2021, ten players have played against one of their former teams in a cup final in Scotland. Can you name them? So since it's, it's obviously all recent. So since 2021, One. 10 players have played against a former team uh-huh. in a Scottish Cup final. Can you... It's, by the way, League Cup or Scottish Cup. It's Halliday one. Yes. Johnny Hayes? Funnily enough, you not since 2021. That'd be a great shout for the years leading up to that, but not quite. So Andy Halliday... Would that be the Scottish Cup final 2022? Mm-hmm. I guess played for Rangers, obviously, as well. So I'll give you him, okay. Can I get away from him in this show, honestly? Okay. Uh, Christie, Ryan Christie? Nope. <sighs> it's only the last three years. I'm surprised there are so many. But... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to have made an appearance for the first team. Grant says, you know, not like Robbie Dees or, you know, players that were youth team players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like that. Right, so Scott Wright and people like that is not there. Yeah, 
Scott Wright. Wright. Yeah. What, yeah. What, why would it not be Scott I don't Wright? know, I just was sort of talking to myself Scott Wright pl- played this year in the League Cup final for Rangers against Aberdeen and obviously yeah, played right. for Aberdeen so Scott Wright, okay Did Ryan Jack play that game? No he, He's not on the list I don't think which is surprising actually Why would that be? Hmm. <sighs> Come on Grant Nope Yeah, he must not have played that game anymore Greg Taylor? Oh, to let your silence. Silence, silence is always golden. Not in here, it's not. Um, quick, 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 before I take another call. No, I'll give you thinking time. Let's bring in Paddy on the line. How are you, Paddy? I'm good, kids. We, he- we heard I'm from good. Brendan Rogers earlier. He was saying the key is to stay calm. Are you managing that as a Celtic fan? Is that something you're I on am. board with? I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm confident we're... We're, we're going to win the win the league comfortably, um, and I've not I've not really seen anything um, from uh, from the Ibrox club uh, to suggest that they they, they are uh, they are going to be able to um, uh, to uh, to to beat us, uh, you know. And uh, I your think problem your problem, Paddy, might not be. The team across I'm fascinated by tonight's programme They've been called everything Team across the road Across the water uh, Other side of the city um, But anyway the, Your problem might not be Rangers Your problem might be Celtic Because Once upon a time Paddy You had an 8 point lead At which point Rangers sacked their manager So The reason why Tonight You will no longer have A lead Is because Celtic threw it away well, no, it was both because obviously Rangers kept winning, but surely, the, surely the clawing back, Paddy Celtic might go on and win the league. Let me be very clear; I have no idea. But surely the fact that Rangers have pulled it back to this within a short space of time tells you there's at least something there. Uh, well, th- th- there's, there's certainly factors uh, that have gone against Celtic in terms of the availability of uh, first-team squad members getting any uh, kind of consistency. Just happens, though, doesn't it? I mean, Rangers. Yeah, well, it feels yeah, like every yeah, week Rangers will get uh, someone injured. Yes, uh, but you know, I mean, it's, it has uh, different results for different clubs, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I mean, I'm, I think Celtic have got the squads uh, to, uh, to to sort of handle it. They get Maeda back uh, on on Wednesday, um, and you know, I mean. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers was right in the sense that you know, stay calm. I mean, he's, he's got a great record uh, as a manager. He's had the experience managing in Scotland before um, with Celtic, and uh, you know, he knows how to get the job done, and he especially knows how to get the job done against the Ibrox club. I mean, when 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 they come to play us, uh, they fold, they buckle. So, so I'm saying, I, I'm I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking. Hugh's got a point. We've been dropping, uh, we, we, you know. We, we, you know, we, we've we've lost against uh, arguably against clubs that we shouldn't have uh, this season. However, uh, we, we, you know, we we know how to handle. Uh, we know how to handle the Ibrox club when they, when they but, come. But the fact of the matter, Paddy, again, yes, you've got six points against the team from across the road and the other side of the city across the water, but it has come to nothing. Because you lost to Kilmarnock and you lost to Hearts and you drew at Aberdeen. And that's where the damage is being done. 
think it's perfectly fair that Paddy or any Celtic fan mm-hmm. comes on and says I'm still confident we'll win the league I'd I suppose a touch surprised to hear Paddy say at this stage tonight that it'll still be really comfortable because no, that would be and again that might happen but I'm surprised anyone can find that level of confidence right now just given the yeah, way things do, have been Do you know where I don't, uh, the reason I don't think it'll be comfortable uh, I, I totally agree I think that if you're a Rangers fan you're a Celtic fan you're quite entitled to be very confident you go and win the league there's no doubt about that I think it'll go right to the wire I think it'll be exciting where Paddy's wrong with the comfortable is if you look at Rangers now you expect them to win most of their games at Ibrox in which they do um, on the road they do not lose goals, Gordon. They're, since Clement's come in, they, they do not lose goals. I think if you even look at uh, over a season, I think they've, they've lost about four or five goals away from home. They've been incredible. Four. four. Four away from home. Now, if, if you're doing that, then you're serious contenders. Let's not be kidding. You're serious contenders because you would expect Rangers and Celtic to drop points on the road because at Celtic Park the only teams that you really look at is Rangers Ibrox you look at Celtic and you go from there so that's why I don't think it'll be Celtic mm. will run away with a league but I, I, I agree with Paddy he's quite entitled to because Brendan Rodgers has been coursing distance the players are in there have won it before as well but Rangers are a real threat let's not be kidding let's bring in Jamie who's a Celtic fan and get his take on things how are you Jamie? they're all Thanks for coming. Pleasure. What's on your mind tonight? Just, just going on there. This, I've been listening to a couple of your shows there the past past few weeks, and they're all about Lagerby. And he hasn't got a sniff because Liam Scales has just stepped up, and he's been a man since he's came in. Like, mm-hmm. you can't you can't say that's just a waste of money or it's bad transfer business. Like, because if Liam Scales didn't step up, then Lagerby will be in there. Like. Along uh, with Nebraska fighting for first place yeah. centre-back with Jordan Vickers. Yeah. I mean, don't, look, don't get me wrong, I take that point, right? But surely the, the kind of cutthroat nature of football is whether a transfer is a success or not is just the end result. If you sign Lager Bielka for millions of pounds, it's because you think he's better than Liam Scales. If it turns out he's not better than Liam Scales, yes, you give Scales credit for that, but you can't say it's, a, you can't say it's not a, a failure of recruitment, surely. To be honest, you can't, you can't really, you know, he's been through the door and he hasn't really got a, he hasn't really got a chance. Yeah, and I think you that, can't, that... You, can't, you can't really say it's a failed transfer, like. No one can take anything bad, away. Bad, bad business. No one can take anything away from Liam no, Scales. Just quickly, though, on that, on that though, right? I, I know I'm simplifying it a lot, Jamie, right? Because there are always circumstances. But if you sign a guy for millions of pounds and you you actively try to loan him out in the very next window, I, th- I don't think it's that much of a stretch to call that bad business, is it? No, well... Fair enough, we we'll take that point, but I think there's just more to it than, yeah. than to meet the eye. There's maybe something in there in, there in the back that's making a, not, not making a bit of noise. And that, I think, is interesting because what we'll never know is that there, there are only a couple of possibilities here. Either he genuinely isn't very good and therefore mm-hmm. it's a bad, it's, it's a bad uh, talent identification or Brendan Rodgers is getting the player wrong. He's better than Brendan Rodgers thinks. He deserves more of a chance than Brendan Rodgers has given him. It can only yeah. really be one of those two. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers has made up his mind because as much as as much as Jim quite rightly saying, well, he's not had an opportunity because of skills and Carter Vickers when he's the fitter, the, the, the number one pairing. Of that, there's no doubt. But Brendan Rodgers, remember, sees him every day in training. 
He works with him mm -hmm. every day in training. So as much as we can say, well, the lad's not had an opportunity, mm -hmm. there's a reason why no, he's but, not but, had an opportunity. But I think we should always leave our minds open to this. I don't know because, of course, Brendan Rodgers knows more than me, but managers do get players wrong. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, It's not like it's absolute gospel that because Brendan Rodgers sees him, he's not giving him a game, so he must be rubbish. I, I don't buy that. No, no, I don't think anybody's rubbish if you go and play with Celtic no, Major. You know, I I think, like, I think I, I'm using that word as an exaggeration, you. but there will be... You, you must have seen it in your playing career and your management career. There are players who are good players, but for whatever reason, the manager doesn't quite see it. Yeah, but you could get a new manager walking into Celtic Park next week and all of a sudden, Lager Bielka gets an opportunity. What, what that's I've my seen, point. Yeah, what I've seen of him... Um, has he impressed me? No, but he's not a player I've looked at and thought, you know, you're total, you're out your depth. But Brendan Rodgers must feel that he's not the type of player he wants in his side. Now, this boy could go out and loan where he was going to go mm -hmm. before, obviously, Carter Vickers' his injury. And he could be, could be a star, he could be outstanding. Of that, there's no doubt. But just now, the main man who makes all the decisions at Celtic Park is the manager decides, no, it's not for me. Yeah, but we know that, though. That, yeah. That's obvious, isn't it? I, honestly, I, I cannot get past the thought that Celtic have brought in 12 players on two transfer windows, and a lot of them very, very early on have been found wanting, and some have now left the country, and others will follow. And as Gordon said, Lagabierka would be in Italy now, were it not mm. for a... a another mishap for Cameron Carter-Vickers. The spending has not been good enough and it's had a negative impact. But he's the one on paper, though, that you would say, and I know this isn't everything because you say it needs to fit, but mm. he, I think he was was he, the, he was the player of the year in Sweden or something before he came. He is a Swedish international. He's the one on paper where I would understand if Celtic fans phoned in here and said, he can't be that bad. Can't, do you know what I mean? I, I agree Fair with enough, that. If you take a punt on Tilio, it's from Australia, mm. young, it's not really worked. Um, is it, was it Quan was from the Korean second division? Can Lager Bielka be that bad? No, he's as far I, out the picture I, I, as... don't, I don't think he can be. You, I'll tell you, I'll back your argument up in the fact that if it hadn't been for unusual circumstances, Scales would probably be an Aberdeen player tonight playing at uh, Ibrox. Now, he's been outstanding, number one, in their left centre-back for Celtic this season. He's been outstanding, mm. the lad, you've got to give him credit. But at that point, the manager didn't fancy him. Now, it's the same way with Bielka. I'm saying that he could leave Celtic and go to another club and be very, very good for them. I don't think players, because they don't fit into one particular club, they're rubbish players and they can't do it or whatever. It's just... The manager either likes you or he doesn't. He wants to play you or he doesn't. You have to move on. It's a good talking point, Jamie. Thank you very much. How are you two in this teaser anymore? Oh, Andy Halliday, Scott Wright. Is John Shooter one? No. No? Come on, Hugh, help me out here. There are a couple more with a Rangers Hearts connection, though. Rangers Hearts? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Barry McKay. Yes, well done, Hugh. Oh, right, okay. And... Uh, right, there's always a goalkeeper in yep. there, Hugh. Who's a goalkeeper? Rangers Hearts. Well, it's not Craig Gordon, that anyway. Um, <laughs> Rangers Hearts. Um, goalkeeper Rangers. Hurry up. Oh, my goodness. What was significant about Rangers goalkeeping choices 
in the 2022 Scottish Cup final against Hearts. Remember they made a change? There was a substitution. Oh, McGregor. Well, no. Who uh, came off and... Uh, who, who was it? Oh, you two are hopeless. Hopeless! I don't. Um... McLaughlin. Yes, John McLaughlin. We'll get the rest of the answers and we're back to Ibrooks ahead of kickoff next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are underway at Fir Park A huge game down the bottom end of the table Between Motherwell and Ross County Both really needing a win Derek Adams, former Motherwell player of course Going back to Fir Park We've got our Andy Halliday cam on it as well To see how things go there uh, So looking forward to that one It is an 8 o'clock kickoff at Ibrox So we'll go back there uh, before the end of the show. How are you two faring on this teaser then? Mm. Since 2021, 10 players have played against a former team in either a Scottish League Cup or a Scottish Cup final. Um, so, for example, Andy Halliday played for Hearts against Rangers. Scott Wright played for Rangers against Aberdeen. Barry Mackay did it for Hearts against Rangers. John McLaughlin did it. Rangers against Hearts. Scott Allen, Celtic Hibs. Brilliant. Well done. Colin Hugh. Willerspoon. Yes, St Johnston against Hibs. Because remember, there was that season where St Johnston won a yeah. couple of finals and Hibs and Livy. Okay, David Wilderspoon anymore? Um, did Glenn Middleton won? Yes, St Johnston and played for Hibs. Mm -hmm. Well done, okay. One, two, Struggling three, four, now. five, six, seven. Really tough, <laughs> the remaining ones, uh, I have to say. Really, really tough. I'm going to write them down because two of them were loan spells. In fact, I think three are loan spells. I'm actually, if you can get any of these, I'll be very impressed. Uh, all I'll say to you is they're all in that Hibs, St Johnston, Livy era of confusion. No, nothing. Hibs nothing at all. John Livy. Hmm. Mm, I don't like it I don't like that noise you're making Nah there's a I silence is golden uh, But we'll see how we get on We'll see how we get on You've plenty of time Before the end of the show Well Five minutes or so Anyway uh, Right We're building up to kick off At Ibrooks. We're keeping an eye on Motherwell And Ross County as well You do You fa you both fancy the steel men do you? Yeah Yeah Big time Big uh, time? Yeah I, I really do I'm very confident of a, a result tonight the sequence of draws has got to come to an end. If it can, that could be a defeat. It can end the other way. I know, of course, but as I say, I don't get Derek Adams, Ross County. The, the, they are not moving in an upward direction at all. I can't quite figure them out though, Gordon, because although look, Celtic will always get the stick for their failings, they genuinely looked a bit mm. different when they went to Celtic Park. Not just one of them where they managed to hang in there. I thought they kind of knocked about all right at times and... I think that's a bit better. I, I think that was our best performance, and obviously I lost the game one 0 But um, I watched them, and I know it's only highlights, Gordon. But they were all over the place against St Johnson as well. Uh, Motherwell, I, I don't know. There's, I've got a feeling tonight the home advantage. If it was up in Dingwall, I'd be a bit concerned. Home advantage, mm. we've got a striker new, banging for him. Freedom. Just feed, uh, them. feed them and I, I, I agree with the caller Hugh we were talking about Peyton I thought he was terrific second half making some great runs unlucky not to get a, a couple of goals Spittle's always a danger at set plays 
I just got a feeling tonight if they can be defensively solid, I think they've got enough middle to front to go and win the game. I wonder how much of a, not a predicament, but how Stuart Kettlewell feels about his starting 11s and his teams at the moment because we had the caller on saying he needs to make more attacking subs earlier. Um, there's the fact that Lennon Miller's still sitting on the bench. Now, I would, not a betting man, but I would be almost certain if I had to put any money on it, Stuart Kettlewell wants to put Lennon Miller back in that team. Mm-hmm. But possibly feels like, well, actually, Andy Halliday's done well since he's come in, and so's Davor. And well, like, I want to put him in, but also don't want to drop any of them who've gone and done a solid job within, within that within that uh, drawing run. Managerial yeah. obligation. Mm-hmm. Great play. Mm-hmm. The, the, the team that you believe will get you yep. the result you but, need. But, so I think, but do you see what I mean, though? Because they've been close enough in those mm. games, it's like, the confidence to to drop someone out of that when they're doing okay to then go and put yeah, Lennon Miller back and, in. And Lennon Miller had a had an injury as well, Gordon and partner. And then you look at their what they've went Saturday, Tuesday tonight, and then they're Friday down at uh, Capello. So he'll certainly start, I think, Friday night. But he could be a big player tonight. And and I don't disagree with and I like Lennon Miller. I think he's a terrific player. But I don't disagree with the Motherwell manager tonight because he's asked a lot. He's starting a living. He's asked them to go out and perform. They were unlucky. They finished the game strongly at Fir Park. And that's what you've got to remember. And I think he's quite right to say, look, guys, you've earned the opportunity. Go again. Let's go and win this game. Mm, huge week, actually, when you look at it that way. Morton flying as well in the cup for Motherwell on Friday. Got tonight to get through first. So let's go back to Ibrox and build up to kick off. We'll get a recap of those teams. And is there a, a feeling of anticipation in the air, Gabriel? Yes, there certainly is, Gordon, for two very different reasons, though. For Rangers, they know if they win by a three-goal margin, they'll be top of the league for the first time this season. And what an incentive it is for Philippe Clement's players. Clement, though, says he's given zero thought to drawing level with Celtic should his side beat Aberdeen tonight. But you can't say the same for the supporters around me here. It could be a monumental night in the title race with momentum shifting back to Govan. Now, of course, Jersey's been very impressive since the winter break, winning four out of four, only conceding once. Uh, the Belgian makes four changes to the team that eased past Livingston on Saturday. It is a really attacking team, Gordon. Jack Butland in goal, a defence of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, John Suter and Ridvan Yilmaz, John Lundstrom, Tom Lawrence and Todd Campbell are in midfield. Ross McColson, Rami Matondo and Cyril Dessers are up top. Now, Neil Warnock is the other storyline here. He says he's always wanted to manage in Scotland, and now he has his chance. Warnock said no one will fancy his side tonight, but the two teams have won win apiece across three meetings this season. The last time they met here at Ibrox, it was a 3-1 win for the Dons. Michael Beale's last game in charge by Robson, of course, in the red dugout. So it's all changed since then. Clement said he doesn't expect Warnock's team to be too different from Barry Robson's Reds. Uh, Warnock does make two changes for his first game. It's Keller in goal. Nicky Devlin, Stefan Gartman, Richard Jensen, Jack McKenzie and Johnny Hayes will be in defence. Connor Barron, Graham Shinney, Leighton Clarkson and Jamie McGrath across midfield. Bojan Miofsky leads the line. What a game we have in store for us, Gordon. After 44 years of management, Neil Warnock's 20th job has taken him to Aberdeen. 
in his 1,627th game in charge has led him here to Ibrox. Now, who would have thought you'd been saying that? And who would have thought when managerless Rangers trailed Celtic by eight points back in October that they could have been top of the league by February? That's the chance they have tonight, Gordon. The Rangers faithful are ready and kickoff is just seven minutes away. Who would have thought there would be two managerial vacancies open in Scotland? Uh, Motherwell have opened the scoring, by the way. I can tell you, Gordon DL, and it is... The Bear. Better than that. Andy Halliday. Andy Halliday. Oh. Halliday. Andy oh, Halliday. the number 11. <laughs> I think, anyway, I think... He must have had the cold beans before the game. No, you don't hear him, la- hear him last night. Yes, yes. Porridge before. Porridge before every game, even a night game. I like that. I think it's weird. No, no. It is. Good right finish. Right. Andy Halliday. Is it? And you ah, do right. as a turn. Oh, he's a man. Oh, what a man. Anyway, just don't go and do anything daft here after. Andy Halliday puts Motherwell one up. Um, two managerial vacancies in Scotland this week, and both clubs have gone for a man in their 70s. Yeah. Dick Campbell, East Fife. Oh. Just been appointed yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, seen that. Anyway, right, you've got three more on the teaser. Players that have played against their former club in a cup final in Scotland since 2021. Halliday's won. Scott Wright, Barry Mackay, John McLaughlin, Scott Allen, David Witherspoon, Glenn Middleton, three to get, really hard. I need clues, Gordon. What about a Hibs legend, but you've just forgotten that he had a loan at St Johnson? I'll tell you who it is. Paul Hanlon? Yes, it is Paul Hanlon. What about someone who's played for Rangers? He's played for Livingston. He's played for Hearts. He's currently at Livingston, but he also had a loan at St Johnson. Holt. Yep, Jason Holt. You're good at this. And the man who now finds himself, if my Scottish Cup memories from a couple of weeks ago serve me right, at Spartans. I think he played in that game we watched it in the telly. Used to play for St Johnston and Hibs. Um, the left side player. That, yes, that would be um, one. Um, um, oh no, ah uh, no. Um, uh, quick, 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 quick. Uh, initials. P- 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 I need to put you out your misery Not Callum Booth. Booth. Booth Big night of football And a massive night tomorrow as well We are back at 6 o'clock Have a good night